was literally just called, I don't know if it's still doing it, but it was called r slash Jontron and um, still, but just everything about it was about Scott the Waz. There wasn't a single reference to Jontron for like months. It was just unironically Scott the Waz. Yeah, I was um, I was honestly shocked by like the, the like Reddit's reaction to the Jontron thing because it was mostly people being like, oh, fuck, wow, damn, this guy yeah, sure it's, is racist. It's it's evened out now enough so that he's gained enough goodwill back. Mm. All he had to do was put out content consistently, which apparently, I mean, fuck if I would know, but apparently he does now still. Yeah. So that was enough to get into good graces with everyone. Gross. Uh, yeah. Hate that uh-huh. guy. It's, Piece it's of all, it's all that It's all that people needed. Yeah. Anyway, um, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. The podcast. That's a thing. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, episode 53. My name is Mark Champlin, and today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. How you feeling, Alex? Oh, what's up, girls and gays? As per usual, I am hungover. <laughs> I don't know why this Just keeps happening. another okay. day in the office. You know what? You know what happened? We, we used to record on, like, weekday nights, and, and, and that was fine. And then we kind of shifted to mostly recording on the weekends, and that has led to me recording a lot of extremely hungover podcast i went to a halloween party last night i was dressed as slutty lesbian luigi i was real hot i played so so luigi (laughs) (laughs) could have left it at luigi my head canon has always had luigi as a slutty lesbian (laughs) that's how that's my ideal luigi form in my mind when i picture him in my brain luigi is a he him lesbian Um, anyway uh so i think um I think today we're going to have, like, some real good dual perspective uh, on the podcast because uh, I don't know what the fuck a Halo is, and I don't (laughs) give a fuck about Halo, and I think that, you know, gray military is, like, my least favorite aesthetic. I am just bored to tears by that kind of shit, and so I, like... this thing had to work really hard to impress me and it didn't succeed. Um, mm-hmm. And you, uh, you're going to be bringing our, our, you're going to be bringing our, our real true gamer Halo fan perspective <laughs> to the table. Me, a fake gamer girl, wouldn't know anything about anything like that. Yeah, I have played through um, every Halo campaign more than once and Oof. was very into the multiplayer for three and four and somewhat five uh i will go to bat briefly for halo at this time because this is the only time we're going to be positive or really the only time any one of us will be positive at all throughout uh, this whole episode throughout this entire episode halo as a video game series uh mostly is good it's good game um the games are fun and also i will talk about how uh the gray military thing i also don't like that halo got much much more gray and militaristic um once the shift to 343 industries once the ip was purchased by microsoft and developments started went away from bungie who makes destiny which you may know is is a very colorful very vibrant uh shooty alien game they're all shooty alien games like if that's not your thing sure but the environments and the colors and the weapon designs yeah. and even the way that the soldiers look was all very colorful and bright and so distinctive and awesome looking and and really one of a kind um, in a way that like 
that was like half of why Halo was so popular is that like the elites looked really cool. The plasma rifle was like a cool fucking looking thing. The the needler, which you see featured prominently, is like a really scary ass weapon. It shoots uh, it shoots pink giant needles that explode in people's bodies when they when they uh, when enough of them pierce somebody's body. It's it's crazy shit. It's really cool. This movie does for for the first first 55 minutes of the movie it has none of that i mean i think it just doesn't it just doesn't have any of that period like i mean i think back to like watching red versus blue last week and even like playing halo as a kid which is a thing i did not like like when i was playing halo as a kid it was because i was at a friend's house and they had the halo and they wanted to play the halo and i would begrudgingly Mm -hmm. sit there and play the halo because they didn't want to do anything else um, yeah. But, you know, I think of that and I think of big fucking plastic looking Fisher Price guns and oh, yeah. weird aliens that scream and say bitch or something at some point, you know, and like that kind of fun stuff. Uh, like they, it's kind of speak English. It's fun. In, yeah. the, in this movie, they're they're like scary and edgy and speak their own alien language. Yeah, it's like goofy uh, in a lot of ways. And this is just this is just not that. I feel like we we've, we've had a lot of preamble here. What did we watch this week, Mark? Yeah. So so Halo Forward Unto Dawn. That that was as as positive as we're gonna be. Mm-hmm. The the early Halo games are fun. Um, this was a I, load of bullshit. I don't think they're fun, but I. You know, I don't like those kinds of games, so I'll take yeah. your word for it. So Forward Unto Dawn is a military science fiction web series set in the universe of the Halo franchise. Um, I'll briefly mention, uh, for to the Halo fans out there who haven't seen this, it takes place before any of the games. It's a prequel to everything. Um, it's bad. It does nothing for the lore. It makes it worse. Um, <laughs> so it was, it was five 15-minute episodes that were released weekly, Starting on October 5th, 2012, uh, we watched the version that actually just, they compiled it together and just made it into a movie. I think they probably made some cuts here and there to make it look more like a movie. Um, It works as a movie. It doesn't feel like five different episodes. Uh, Works is a strong word, but yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's a bad movie. It (laughs) works badly, but it works. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it 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 was a marketing thing for Halo 4. Lasky, the main character in this game, is the, uh, the the guy that you're mostly is going to be in your earpiece as you're playing as uh master chief in halo 4 um and he this this does this makes his character much more tragic and horrible (laughs) because fuck this movie um yeah it was it was apparently meant to widen uh the audience and in preparation for a potential halo film uh which it does Again, a very bad job of doing because it expects so much Halo knowledge to even get this movie on a lore level. I mean, and on I on I followed this movie. I just thought it was bad. <laughs> you know, that's you know what that's totally fair. Yeah. The lore that I the, and the lore that I knew going into this movie just made the 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 failure to explain the themes uh, even worse. Yeah. Um, so let's um yeah. let's I'm gonna me the person who doesn't know jack fucking shit about halo or any of that lore crap is going to explain to you the plot of halo 4 colon forward unto dawn just brief side note i love the concept of a thing that is not the fourth installment of the thing having a number four in it because it is just a tie-in to a video game we had yeah. we had that with the adventures of super mario bros 3 and we've we've come back around here in halo 4 colon forward unto dawn so here's the plot right it's the not too distant sci-fi future 
and there are a bunch of interchangeable white people with no personality. You love to see it. Uh, there's also like a, a like a one token Asian dude and a one token black girl, and they make the black girl like a squad leader to make the movie more woke. Uh, and- yeah. Also, the the Asian kid uh, spends most of his time trying to impress his strict parents. Yeah. Yeah. Of <laughs> course. Of course. Um, and so they all go to this military academy where they do a lot of combat simulation exercises and and get yelled at a lot. Uh, and they are fighting a war with the insurrectionists, and they're just and they're just called the insurrectionists or the innies. They call them innies. That sucks super bad. Uh, and this is a this is a faction of people that are described as rebels. They're described as terrorists, uh, and we'll get into how they handle that. Spoilers, hey, hey, not well. Hey Alex, hey Alex, what yeah. are they rebelling against? I would love to know. I would love to tell you, but unfortunately, <laughs> I can't. Uh, and Cadet Lasky is a boring white guy, so he's the protagonist, obviously, uh, and he's starting to think maybe that this war this war thing might not be so good. Maybe we shouldn't be doing all this here fighting all the time. Uh, And no matter what his extremely fascist girlfriend has to say about that. um, So they've set up this conflict. You know, there's a character who maybe is starting to become a conscientious objector type. You know, like he's maybe starting to feel like he doesn't want to kill people for the for glory on the battlefield. Unfortunately, 55 minutes into the movies, the aliens show up. Uh, and this entire ideological question is completely tossed out the window so that everybody can get murdered and then they get saved by the Master Chief at the end and Lasky learns that being part of a massive military organization is good, actually, because uh, the insurrectionists team up with the with the military to fight the aliens and none of the themes or questions that are raised in the first hour of the movie are addressed in any way whatsoever you know you know at the end of, of twilight princess when like you know they've been setting up this new villain the, spoilers for twilight princess and over a decade old <laughs> game at this point you know at the end of twilight princess when like you know they've been setting up zant as like this cool new bad guy he's got a dope helmet that looks like a fish that's puking and that's pretty cool and like he's kind of mysterious and he's got some weird swords and then it just turns out it's just fucking ganondorf again like it always is this is kind of like that. I So, first of all, I didn't know you had strong Twilight Princess opinions, because I do too, and we'll talk after this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's, let, let's, let's go into our general thoughts about this movie. Um, yeah, the, Spoilers, this I didn't movie... like it. <laughs> but yeah, Twilight go Princess? ahead. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, this movie writes several massive checks and cashes none of them. Yeah. You know, actually... Um, we'll, we'll get to this later, but I, I'll, I'll touch on how I think they do wrap up those themes and they wrap it up into one big bow, which is the horribly problematic. Um, th- there's a reason that the Halo universe doesn't explore these big questions and really focuses on characters. Uh, and this movie shows why. Like, Halo is about, like, John 117, the Master Chief. Like, a faceless more more man with yeah. a grisly voice and no personality. And and like like yes, sure, but <laughs> if you play the games, you find that the game really is about the friendship between him and his AI Cortana. Yeah. Um and the relationship that they built together and everything else is set dressing for like them to like be together and like the and in the end of the final shot of what was going to be the final 
game is just them together and like we we it, we were each other's this was all we had in the end and this is all that matters sure which is fine um this movie <laughs> tries to bring up you know militarism as a concept it tries to it says the word endless war which oh, is a loaded phrase we'll get to um, it it's real fucking <laughs> yeah. rough man um, I will say I, I actually did find a lot to enjoy here as a Halo fan. I like the way the warthog looked, you know, um, <laughs> the 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 final the final mission. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, the 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 climax of the movie, the felt action, like blur. An actual the action blur. But to me, it, the action blur felt like a Halo mission like this is a standard. This would be like the opening mission to a good Halo game. Okay. Like they, the the base is under attack. They have to. Uh, th- there's a stealth section where they have to avoid the guy with the energy sword. <laughs> they they escape him. They have to get in the warthog. They're shooting at jackals on the side of the road. And then finally, there's a big confrontation with hunters at the end. Uh, and then they they jump on the plane and they escape. So as a Halo fan, it was kind of funny slash enjoyable to see exactly that uh, portrayed in a movie. It doesn't work as a movie. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it, uh, but that's really, you know, <laughs> that's they, they they really shouldn't have gone there with yeah. those big questions. All right. <laughs> what did you think about about all this? Yeah, okay, so, like, we're going to get to the fact that this movie is just, like, military propaganda, uh, but as yeah. a film, let's start from there. Uh, I was expecting this going in uh, to be really boring and gray and self-serious, and it was all of those things. Uh, yep. There is... No levity in this film. There are no moments between the characters that have any meaning. You never feel an emotion in this film. You see characters die and you go, oh, that character is dead now, I suppose. <laughs> uh, there, I think the thing that really brought this into super sharp contrast for me is like, at the very, very end of the film, after the incredibly fascist post-credit sequence, which we'll get to, uh, they show like a blooper reel and like of you know and there's like this real like sense of camaraderie between the actors well you know when somebody screws up they all laugh and they're like joking around to each other and kind of pushing each other around and having a good time uh and it's a shame because none of that is in this movie like that 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 sense of like you know teamwork and and you know friends forged through fire that you're supposed to get out of a out of a war movie thing none of that shit is here it's just people you know, being boring at each other, getting yelling and saying military words at each other. There's literally a moment where like, you know, we talk about this on the podcast a lot and I'm not going to dwell on it because the movie doesn't dwell on it. But like Lasky, the protagonist and the super fascist girl, like kiss halfway through the movie and it's not set up and it's not mentioned again because this is not a real film. It's just like a collection of tropes in a blender uh, and then she dies, and we're supposed to care, and we don't. You don't. Um, so that's how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, this this movie was really sorely missing uh, the the sense of camaraderie and uh, the, just yeah, it, it is typically what you would get out of this movie. Uh, the the thing that is here instead is just Lasky is the only one who hasn't you know drank the Kool Aid, and everyone's kind of a jerk to him for no reason. Mm-hmm. And if that's gonna be your military movie it has to end with some sort of justification for, for that. Like one of these people will learn a lesson. And I mean, I guess, yeah, (laughs) I guess they do that. Yeah. Let's, um, 
Uh, yeah, let's talk about Lasky and 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 the innies, as they call it. I'm gonna refuse. To, I'm gonna refer to them as the insurrectionists. They are almost always referred to as the innies in this movie, and that just that just makes my skin crawl. So I'm gonna stop saying it. So yeah, I, I yeah, I, I I just can't believe that the the usage of like a term like that is not critiqued at any point in the movie. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's... it's so dehumanizing and they just don't even, nothing is critiqued in this. It's crazy, right? Because it's set yeah. up and it really feels like it's a movie that's going to do that. Because I mentioned this when we were talking about the plot, but like the first 45 minutes of this film are like all about just like hinting at what is going on in this war between the people at this academy and the and the faction they're associated with and these rebels, these quote-unquote terrorists, these quote-unquote insurrectionists. Um, and they just kind of keep hinting at it and not really giving you a full idea of what this ideological conflict is. Mm -hmm. And Lasky, who is the main character, is starting to have, like, questions about this and starting to say, like, hey, maybe it's whack that we're killing all these people. And he describes them as, like, overtaxed farmers at one point. Yeah. That's a direct quote. He literally mm -hmm. says that he... Uh, doesn't want to be involved in stupid, needless violence. He says that he hears the drums of endless war at one point. Um, it's it's really beating you over the head with like what type of movie it is. Yeah, and then it totally isn't that movie. I, at not all. at all. Yeah, because like he has the you know he has the super fashy girl that he's with, yeah. and she's just like I've always hated the innies. That's the only thing I've ever known. I was I grew up around any violence. You should know how much they hate us. They they won't it's like stop. So obvious. Yeah, they won't stop fighting until all of us are dead. Uh, we never see an insurrectionist. <laughs> None of them are ever characters. We don't know anything about them we don't know what they're protesting we don't know what they're rebelling against none of that is explored because as soon as the aliens show up that's what the movie is about like there's a tossed off line where it's like oh the innies are fighting us alongside the aliens because aliens are scary and that's and and the entire like concept the entire like premise that is established in most of the film is just entirely discarded they just give up on it entirely it's crazy it's 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 wild that it's like this. Yeah. This movie is 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 straight up like military propaganda. Um and it's wild because it really feels like the military organization is supposed to come off as evil, but that's mm -hmm. never touched on. Like the 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 academy that they're at, like it is explicitly based around nepotism. Like, it is directly stated that all of the characters in the Academy are only there because their parents are high-ranking officers or rich people. Um, and, like, they're, like, constantly berated. They live in this, like, incredibly, like, structured life. And, 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 and it doesn't feel like it is really trying to glorify that until it does. And until yeah, there's, all of... Yeah, there's just a shift. Yeah. Right? There's a shift where suddenly, suddenly everyone is dead, right? Suddenly yeah. all of these people that structured these kids' lives uh, has died. The aliens, the the, the covenant, uh, it is the covenant for for those watching at home um, who have played Halo. They kill everyone in the base and also the planet that they're on. Yeah. And these kids are the only survivors. And suddenly all of this structure and this military and this unnecessary violence is the only thing that's going to keep them alive. So suddenly this was good and necessary mm -hmm. and, and it's actually good. Yeah. And, and, and that shift, like 
it like it's like it like it makes my skin crawl thinking mm-hmm. about how why they did that. Yeah, the, like it was a like it was a necessary evil. They made sure to show, hey, this place isn't perfect, but you know what? At the end of the day, <laughs> at least I I know how to how to fire a gun at a at a thing that I'm dehumanizing. Yeah, and they they like make it a point to show Lasky like being brave and doing something with a grenade or some bullshit, so that he learns that like actually being a soldier is awesome, and you yeah. gotta you gotta you gotta protect. You got you got you got to protect and serve, you know. And it, it, he, yeah, he he gets to taste blood finally, yeah. and he realizes that it is glorious. Yeah, like they just keep stacking dominoes, and every step of the way, I'm like, they're gonna subvert this, right? Like they have to subvert this. There's no <laughs> way that this is just the movie. And and then and then it's just oh no, the military, you know, they're they're good, and the rebels. Don't worry about them. We don't need to talk about them anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's it's literally propaganda. It's bad. Yeah, I was I actually was going to say one more quick thing about the the games compared to this. I'm doing it a lot because I really love the Halo games. I have noticed um, that about you. The, <laughs> the 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 camaraderie with the the soldiers is totally in the Halo games. My favorite parts of Halo 2 is the fact that the entire cast for that 70s show did the voices for like your your soldier buddies <laughs> and their banter back and forth is like hilarious and memorable. I still remember like the the banter and it's just why was this movie like this? What what the fuck? Yeah. I'm just I'm I, I'm sorry. I I would just I'm just mad about that again. Yeah. Like that and, yeah, why did they could they could have made this movie that. It could have been that. It could have been you know, it's scary aliens attack a military base full of friends and they use their training to, to take him out. And then the mass chief comes along. But instead they had to they had to have the main character be anti-war, but then suddenly realize that war is beautiful yeah. and good. It's <laughs> fucked up. It's fucked up. Uh, I think you wanted to touch on a little bit like how your knowledge of the, the Halo lore here makes this yeah. even worse. It, it really does. So... Yeah. So Master Chief is a Spartan, and Spartans are child soldiers. They are soldiers raised from birth, genetically altered by military intelligence to have super strength, be extra tall, be able to take more hits, and to be able to be strong enough to wear this, like, multi-thousand-pound armor, which makes them literally a walking tank. Um, And also, ODST troops, apparently, in this movie it shows, are, like, also child soldiers, and because at the end of it, it's like, how old are you guys? And they go, that's classified. And but they're clearly like 12. Um, yeah. Also, they're and, like perfect, uh, flawless skinned, blue eyed people. Those are the. Yeah, that's soldiers. another. Just wanted to throw that out there. Little, little, yes. bit, little dash of white supremacy just for, just for good measure. Go on. Yeah, yes. <laughs> no. So 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 not only that, um, but it's also just the fact that the military intelligence is keeping the Spartan program and the fact that they know about the Covenant a secret because throughout the movie, you see one of the kids is like is like the the science kid. He's got glasses or whatever. <laughs> um, he he's hacking into Oni, which is the military intelligence, and he's pulling these these body cams from this like actual fight. And you see in the brief uh, moment he pauses and he's like, "What is that thing? That thing's like two feet taller than the rest of them." And so they don't know what a Spartan is. And it's also in the Spartans helmet visor you see a reflection of an energy sword and he's like what the fuck is that so this means that oni not only knows not only created the spartan program but knows about the covenant and they're keeping this a secret for some reason and due to their ineptitude 
like entire planets are getting fucking glassed apparently <laughs> um which makes like the weight of halo reach like a little bit less less weighty because like in that movie like a planet gets totally eviscerated totally glassed but like apparently this happened a bunch of other times too and the military intelligence knew that it was happening and didn't tell anyone because they didn't want to admit to whatever government is responsible for punishing them that they're making child soldiers. And this would all be fine if it was critiqued, right? I think is the point. Exactly. Right? That's is what that, I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, it's just like, the, this film is just like, it's, it, it's just like, wants to have its cool, badass, secret, covert military shit, uh, but also wants to have its... Oh, but glory on the battlefield. Oh, but fighting, dying for your planet is so beautiful and noble and brave. Uh, yeah. And it's fucked up. Um, I it's, think it's, it's, it's the idea is like that the ends justify the means. Mm -hmm. And this type of thing is common in these type of stories. It's in uh, the second Avengers movie is exactly this too. But just like the second Avengers movie, uh, the, the conflict is, uh, you know, sh sh uh, should, should, you know, unrestricted militarism be a good thing or versus <laughs> versus, hey, uh, sometimes the threat is so great that you're going to you're going to wish that you had had this great military threat. And just like the second Avengers movie, uh, the, the movie clearly picks a side in mm -hmm. this. And the side is, yes, it's good. And yes, if a threat is great enough, uh, endless war and um, un unrestricted militarism is justified. Yeah. It's, uh, can, can we talk <laughs> about the. Um... We talk about the extremely fascist post-credit sequence. I was so ready to just be like, "Oh, fine, I'm done with this movie." Why is there Why is there 15 minutes left? And it's it's it looks like a is, uh, those of us listening who live in the U, in the U.S. We see if you watch esports streams in particular, <laughs> you get a lot of army recruitment ads, mm -hmm. navy recruitment ads. Uh, it's, it's, it's it shows, you know, first of all, it shows the glory of battle, but then it shows like, you know, you and your homies like in the barracks, just chilling, putting on your boots and they do one of those. But for the UNSC, it's, like, it is, it is, it is so, it's so bizarre. It's it, like baseline. It's bizarre that it exists because it adds absolutely nothing to the film. Um, yeah. And it's, it's weird. So basically like, you know. The movie is over. There is credits. There is a post-credit sequence. You're familiar with this. We live in 2019. We can't get away from post-credit sequences. <laughs> um, and suddenly it's documentary style. Suddenly it's the characters, some of whom are dead now, uh, being interviewed about what it's like to go to this academy. Um, and this is like a four-minute long sequence. And like Mark said, mm -hmm. it really does feel, it has that same like rah-rah, be the heroes courage fight for your country uh feel that like actual u.s military propaganda has and there's a very particular moment where lasky basically says like yeah i used to think that we could solve problems without killing people uh but people here uh make fun of you for saying stuff like that you know you get kind of bullied for it and then they just move on they just move on it's just like oh yeah how about that huh yeah, and the, and the next scene is like is is like the red the redhead yeah, dude, the edgy ginger kid. <laughs> yeah, so so the yeah the the edgy the edgy ginger kid, uh, in the next scene basically says, you know, yeah, I, I would I would take a life, I would kill a man if I had to. You, if if you have you have to you have to kill them before they kill you yeah, or something. You got to defend yourself, and, and like that's you, that's the conclusion of the film basically. 
Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and we don't know what the we don't know what the conflict is about because they're talking about the insurrectionists here. They're not talking about the aliens. They're just like, I grew up a lot around a lot of any violence. I would kill those people. They would kill you. And like, why? What's the conflict about? Why do they hate the government so much? Is it because the government keeps murdering them? I bet it is. But this film is not going to address that. It's fucking. Is it? It's bonkers, dude. This movie's crazy. Maybe, and this is just a wild guess. Maybe the the separatists found out somehow that the military is recruiting children yeah. and training them to become super soldiers. Yeah, and also knows that the aliens are bombing people and didn't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah, they they're stealing children to fight endless war, endless secret wars <laughs> in 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 foreign lands. Yeah, how dare these rebels? <laughs> How dare these rebels rise up against our perfect military organization that is hiding information from us? Like, the, none of this is ever discussed. God, ugh, we need to move on. The Master Chief shows up, and it's really funny. It's so oh, good. it's so uh, funny, dude. I lost my shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, if I hadn't known that it already happened, I definitely would have been laughing when when they're, they're clearly about to get ganked by this fucking... <laughs> uh, elite with a mast with a master sword <laughs> with a with an energy sword because it's energy sword saturday uh and and he just he bashes him on the back of the head like you do in the games and kills him in one hit and he's like uh come with me if you want to live basically yeah. and it's like uh, I, it's, there he is there's there's the boy it's really funny when he kills the alien and it like falls to the ground to reveal that the master chief is standing there and it says 117 on him and like the film like pauses for applause basically yeah like it's it like didn't need, it didn't need to say 117 on him like we don't know that's the master chief yeah my okay my favorite thing about this is that if you didn't if you were just watching this as a film which i think you could i think you could totally follow this movie without knowing anything about Halo. Like, I at least, I know that Halo exists and I know who the Master Chief is, right? But like, even if you didn't know that at all, I think you could follow this movie. It would just be really hilarious when you got to the part with the Master Chief and it's basically the guy from Spy Kids 3 <laughs> showing <Yeah. laughs> up to just B.O.P. <laughs> like, it's so fucking corny, dude. Like, the, it's like, yeah, at the end, like, a big super robot man shows up and saves everybody. And then we learn that fighting in the military is cool and good and sign up for the army today. What are we watching next week for? <laughs> uh, um, it's, it's, uh, even if this movie was good, mm -hmm. I can't enjoy movies about the military. I just no. can't. Yeah. Uh, I can't. You can't. <laughs> but even, even if your film depicts war as horrible, even if you're like saving private Ryan ass, people are going to die and you're going to see some guts and it's going to yeah, be fucked up ass. Zero dark 30 ass movies. You know what I mean? They, they are like... still glorifying the valor of the U S military at the end of the day. You cannot properly. It's it, nearly impossible to make a proper anti-war film because it would be a boring movie because it would be a bunch of people <laughs> who show up and then get killed for no reason for an oil company. And then, nothing is ever resolved and the war continues on forever what are we watching next <laughs> week mark so, let's talk about war some more first we're oh. watching uh f-zero gp legends um which i just like hear yeah. like in my head when i said it um mark just learned this existed today which is great <laughs> 
there's the F-Zero anime. They sure y'all. is. Um, uh, starring Captain Falcon from the Super Smash Brothers series. Uh, he apparently, it, uh, it makes a cameo in this racing game called F-Zero. <laughs> uh, and, um, so, so the funny thing about this is I'm pretty sure that Captain Falcon is not the main character of this show. I think there's some chuckle fuck named like Rick Wheeler or some shit, and he's the main character. And Captain Falcon is sort of this like mysterious and all-powerful figure. You, yeah, okay, this... how, how do you not know that this show exists? Haven't you seen the Falcon Punch meme where he like punches the guy in the face and it like blows up a planet? Um, I've never seen a meme in my entire life. Um, <laughs> uh, it's yeah, yeah. I I I read the description. Apparently, yeah, Rex Wheeler is uh, the 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 protagonist, which is really funny because this is another four kids. Uh, which we should definitely watch the four kids version. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the this is a, this is a four kids uh translation of a Japanese animated television show, and uh, giving Japanese characters the last name Wheeler. Is also in Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, like there's a, there's a character named Jonuchi, and they name him Joey Wheeler <laughs> in that show, um, and they do exactly the same thing. It's like there's more last names. You could have called him Johnson or something, some Smith, you know, some some good some good white sounding name, you know, like like they like to do. Oh man, <laughs> this needs to it's, stop. <laughs> yeah, Where can this is find the podcast on the internet, Mark. <laughs> Uh, fuck the military. Uh, fuck at the mili- cartridge. Fuck the U.S. Yeah. military. If you're, you know, if you're in a small nation that needs to fucking defend itself, then I understand that military and valor can be good. But the thing in Halo Forward Unto Dawn is clearly an analog to the U.S. military. So don't fucking tell me about how. Where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? Uh, you can follow us. Uh, at Cartridge Cinema, we promise to only talk about video games <laughs> and not politics. Uh, that's that's obviously a lie. Um, you can join the Discord. Uh, it's linked on the Twitter. You can follow us on iTunes or Spotify or SoundCloud to catch the latest eps. Uh, you can rate us on all three of those platforms and probably the other ones. Uh, the music is by DJ Tin Man. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. Uh, I'm not leaving any more space for bits. Uh, for me, it was Tuesday. This is a podcast. It's over. <laughs> don't join We're the done. military. That's the new sign up. Yeah, don't join the military. <laughs> uh, t- turn, turn, turn the turn the Twitch stream off when they advertise to you. Don't hey, give them their, your blood money. For me, it was Tuesday. Podcast Tuesday. over. <laughs> t- Tuesday. Tuesday.